Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. everyone. How is everyone doing today? You good? Are you having a good day or a bad day? (laughs) Maybe a medium one. Uh, I have to say I'm kind of medium right now, actually. You know, like in between good and bad, it's just kind of like average, just like medium. That's kind of like the word I like to use. And I, I don't know, like, I don't know what's going on. I I have to say that since I got back from Australia, um, which was last Thursday, I've been off. I am off. I know I'm off. Off meaning out of balance, out of alignment. I'm not myself. And it's funny because only last week I was on such a high returning from my trip and I was so motivated to get back to work and had all these ideas for the podcast and all these ideas for all like my clients and everything was just like hunky dory. And then in the last like, I don't know, 48 hours, it just has been this massive shift. Like today, for example, I was I was planning on talking about my favorite travel destinations all over the world and giving you guys some tips on how to have the best possible possible vacation and how I utilize my time to have the best possible vacation and how to make good decisions while you're away from home, that type of thing. Like it's a big topic that I actually get asked all the time and uh, people ask me on social media sort of like how I choose to go to certain places and Um, how I eat so well and and stay fit and things like that and where I go and how I make my decisions. So I kind of wanted to talk about that and I wanted to share some of my travel stories, um, including some of the nightmares, of course, (laughs) because there's always nightmares (laughs) every now and then. But now I don't want to talk about that anymore. Like not even a little bit. (laughs) I want to talk about travel still, but make it maybe more personal because I feel so off coming down from this high from my trip. And I, I think this is something that happens often with people. And, you know, like we have in, in life, we have these amazing experiences uh, and, and, and we feel them and we live them. And then when they're done, then what? You know, we go back to our lives and have to process this and change our pace and mindset, you know, into the quote unquote back to reality. And sometimes we're changed. Sometimes we're not the same going back to reality. Like this particular time, this particular trip, so many crazy things happened to me that I feel like a different person in some way. (laughs) I might sound crazy here, but I, I feel like I've changed. And how, I, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I think I need a little bit more time to process that and learn from that. But today, I want to talk about the aftermath of, you know, incredible experiences. So the psychological aspects that follow the best days of your life, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and honestly, this feel, like this feeling, 
like the one that I have inside of me right now as I'm speaking is, is not just related to travel. I mean, yes, I'm feeling it because I had an amazing trip, but like I just said, the best day of your life. So maybe that's like an insane vacation or, um, maybe it's like a huge work project that just went well or after like a first date um, or spending time with family maybe over the holidays and it just went so well and or even like your wedding day like things that you're anticipating goes so well and then what happens after that my point is is that there are highs and lows in life presenting themselves to all of us all the time and I am currently in a low (laughs) I have the awareness of this. There's also no blame or no guilt or fear attached to it. It's like I'm sitting with it and making space for it, which is new for me. It's not really that new, but it's something that I'm trying to practice. And so it feels, it still feels foreign to be behaving like this or to be feeling, to be sitting with this sadness, with this feeling. Um... So I want to talk about that. (laughs) Also, I don't think I've ever done a podcast when I'm feeling low. So hopefully this all makes sense and it's engaging. Normally I've like had a revelation or I'm sharing the result of this type of experience. And I tend to sit on the mic with a story of anticipation and this might not be that. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm off. Ah, But who knows? Okay. Okay. So... As you're listening, you might be running through your own scenarios of when you've been in a low point in your life, which I love. So maybe bring some awareness to how you feel about this, where your mind goes, what is your reaction to these feelings or emotions? You know, in other words, what do you do when you feel low? Okay, my old pattern has a tendency to drink alcohol when I'm feeling low. I feel the need to escape okay, to numb myself. And I want to make myself feel better. So I drink because it actually makes me feel better. And I justify it in a million different ways. And it's kind of normal behavior. And it's fine. But isn't that interesting? Like, for example, last night, it took all of my energy not to open a bottle of wine. I really, really wanted to have a bottle of wine. Does anyone else ever do that? Or maybe you get high or you eat. I also eat. I I wanted a peanut butter cookie from Pure Kitchen so bad because they have these new uh, peanut butter cookies that are gluten-free and vegan and they are so good and oh, like it took all of my strength not to go and get one. I thought about it 500 times. Like, what is that? It's like we have these amazing experiences. We want them to last longer. They don't. And so we abuse our bodies and our minds in an attempt to feel better when we're coming down from that it's very interesting. Is anyone with me? Like, can anyone relate to what I'm saying or, or not at all? I, I hope that you can connect this message to some of your behaviors because I believe it is, it's a common human practice to do this. So how can we get through the lows? (laughs) Well, um, let's get into this. Uh, but first I, I want to actually give you a little bit of my travel history. Okay. I'm, I might backtrack here a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> Today, everything's okay, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. Now, 
Uh, for me, I travel a fair bit. So if you follow me on IG, you'll notice that I fly away like two to four times a year. And uh, I love making little road trips to nearby places for short little getaways. Um, traveling is where 75% of my spending occurs. So I'm not a huge shopper. I am quite frugal actually with with my money, but I love seeing the world. So people ask me how I afford to travel so much. And the answer is because I don't spend my money on stuff. I like to spend it on experiences. Okay. In fact, one of my 2019 life goals is to visit four countries this year. Um, and so far it's uh, February and I'm doing pretty good. I've, I'm at two out of four. So America and Australia, I guess Canada too, but that doesn't really count because I live here, but uh, not bad. Yeah, I love all things travel, like from the airplane food to hotels, to seeing new things and having new experiences, like skiing on the World Cup team for Canada and then coaching for many, many years. I have grown very fond of this giant world and I love spending my life exploring it. Like it's just such a, just a such a great, it's, it's uplifting for me. It gives me good vibrations. So I'm a very seasoned traveler. Um, here's actually a fun fact. I've actually spent approximately, oh, I had to look this up, but approximately 3,990 days in a hotel or Airbnb in my life. Okay. That's almost 11 years worth. 11 years. So I've been away from home for 11 years of my life. That is insane. That's a lot of time on the road. Um, since my coaching days have ended, I've like really slowed down obviously, but I, I still like to go away between like six to eight weeks out of the year. I run my own business online and thus I'm able to work abroad. I have the flexibility to leave on the, like on the fly and, and be spontaneous, which is all a part of my life goals as well. And this all feeds my passion to see the world. So that being said, back to me feeling off, it's not very often that I feel this way upon returning home from somewhere. Like I spent, said before, I spent almost 11 years on the road. So why is this one different? You know, typically I feel excited to get back into my routines and see my friends and family and like bask in the new memories I've created and share them on social media and like all the things, you know? And I don't know, I wanna ask you guys another question here. Has, has anyone else ever felt this way like so you go on a trip and you come home and you feel different or not yourself or like weird or something <laughs> I don't know like at the moment I actually have feelings of depression I feel like shit which is just I don't know it just amazes me I, I it's interesting what the body does and what the mind does as it comes down you know mainly it's mainly because I also have so much gratitude and I full I fully appreciate everything that happened while I was away. I was literally on such a high even coming home for like five days. Ugh, it's just it's it's just even that sadness in me, I still have gratitude and appreciation for like all the people and all the experiences that I had. So so yeah, here's here's what I think happened. <laughs> I had a lot of anticipation leading up to this trip for a few reasons. The first was that I haven't spent a whole lot of time with my two best friends lately. So Amber and Jen, they own Pure Yoga Ottawa and um, we've been best friends for 25 years more or more. And um, 
we were all going to Australia for a yoga retreat for a week in Byron Bay. And then we were going to have some chill time afterwards. But I was really looking forward to spending time with them. And I, I love them. And the main reason I went there, again, was was for that retreat in the first place. Um, so I could spend time with them. And yeah, I had huge anticipation. Anyways, there, there were other reasons as well. I was super excited to go... Um, get out of this deep freeze that is my hometown of Ottawa right now it's been so cold and snowy and I don't know that 30 degree sunny weather was like insanely appealing (laughs) also I I was going to be in the ocean surfing running along the beach and exploring which is like totally my fave and the last reason I was really excited for the trip was that I was collaborating with this wicked photographer who lives in Airlie Beach his name is Chris I was going up there to meet him and work with him and I was excited to have a local guide take me out on an adventure or two and like I'm not a huge planner when it when I'm away. I like to run things sort of like on the fly and listen to my body and see how I feel but this plan was like exactly up my alley and I was freaking looking forward to doing it so like there was a lot of things going on like I was like excited for before I even left. So... If you listen to my last podcast, which is on the ego, um, it's a good one. You should listen to it. You'll, you would have heard that my trip really didn't start out the way I expected it to. My trip up to Airly Beach was postponed due to weather. There was like a cyclone up there and it was so crazy. Our plane couldn't land. And then when I got to the retreat, uh, four days later, I wasn't rooming with my best friends anymore. So these two things like rattled me big time and, I really had to take a step back and create some space between the story playing in my mind and, you know, the present moment. And I had to bring myself back into the present moment. And it it's it takes a lot of work to do that, to, to hone yourself back in and detach from your expectations because they were clearly there. And this practice was working and it was it was bringing me into a really good place and it actually started to change me and it shifted me into like a different mindset. And I was, I just re-listened to that last podcast and I, I can hear the shift happening in my voice as I'm talking about the ego and when, and what I was learning and how to live in the moment. And it's kind of cool to reflect on that and it's kind of cool to like feel it now. So my trip turned out to be like a hundred percent different than what I had planned, yet it was 100% the trip of a lifetime. And throughout every turn, I was managing expectations and letting go of like the resentment or animosity or, and my typical reactions when things don't go my way, okay? I asked you all earlier what your typical reaction is and what you do in your low moments. Well, this is what I was working on big time in Australia. And nothing was going my way. And that was okay. I was actually falling in love with going with the flow. And it wasn't going with the flow in time of stress. It's like, like, let me rephrase. It wasn't going with the flow in easy times. This was going with the flow in times of stress. Like it's easy to go with the flow when the flow's on your side and everything's hunky-dory. And I speak about going with the flow often and it's all part of living in the now. But this time it seemed sort of out of my control to fight the fight and 
get my way and it just sort of like I just sort of let my heart guide me. It was very interesting. So on this flow, I ended up meeting the most amazing women. I spent less time with my best friends, which was hard at first, but I had to let that go. But I still have so much love in my heart for them and for everything that they did for me and for hosting the yoga retreat. Like the yoga was amazing. I ate the most delicious food. And honestly, I slept in a king size bed every single night I was in Australia. I was in three different places, four different hotels actually. And every single night was in a king size bed, star fishing every night. It was like amazing. I ran on the beach every single day and I explored and I saw dolphins and kangaroos and like wildlife that don't exist in Canada. And I was able, I was able to postpone that trip up to Early Beach. And then I ended up meeting my IG friend and we made like a most excellent connection and he's super rad and I had the best time in his hometown. Like it was awesome. And these are all great things, right? So I also want to add this. When I go on vacation, I'm not the kind of person that just says, fuck it. I'm going to go eat whatever I want or drink all the booze or spend all my money and just get lost and escape my life. That's not me. Oh, sorry. I just hit the mic. That's not me. I, I know a lot of people are like that and that's totally fine. I'm not judging. You can do whatever you want, but that's just not me. Like, I don't think that's a healthy mindset for me and my lifestyle and it has the potential for me to restart the cycle of abuse. So I'm aware of the consequences of when I say fuck it. (laughs) Now it's not like I never ever do it because it does happen every now and then but I'm in a a place right now in my life where I notice when it's happening and then I'm able to recenter myself and like ask the question, why am I doing this? Like I see a trip or a travel or vacation or whatever you want to call it as an opportunity to enhance my life and I treat my body with respect no matter where I am. I don't take advantage of it and this trip was absolutely no exception um, even though temptation was there a lot um, and even with all the challenges in the way, I, I really took time for myself. You know, I worked out, I did yoga, I took pause I fulfilled myself with nature and its beauty. I I went and did some excursions that, you know, I was really looking forward to doing, saw some beautiful things. And like, again, I'm not judging you if you want to go get blackout for seven days in Mexico. <laughs> if that's your thing, then do it. <laughs> um, it's also your choice. So, but that's just not what I choose to do while I'm abroad. My point is, is that My cup was so full by the time I left that it was like spilling out everywhere. I had so much stoke and so much love for life leaving Australia that it was like beaming out of me. I basically had the worst ever jet lag and didn't sleep for like 72 hours when I got home, but I didn't give a shit because I was full of light and love and it was just like, oh, and now I'm here (laughs) in this place. Oh my God, I'm laughing at myself. I feel off. And yeah, my routine just, my routine just doesn't feel right anymore. And like all of a sudden I'm like questioning my path and I'm questioning my decisions in life. And I'm, I was telling my friend Carla the other day that I just have this feeling of sadness, but I'm okay. Like I'm totally okay. I just feel like I'm coming off cloud nine and I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning of the loss of that feeling 
I had in Australia. Like, so what do I do? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> How do I let go of that sadness in my heart? I, I believe first and foremost that um, a little bit more time needs to pass for me to sort of feel normal again because time heals and allows us to reflect on what is in our highest good to let go of. So I also believe that something magical happened down under <laughs> or should I say I allowed magical things to happen and I fully saw them and enjoyed them and keeping that mindset I can experience magical things no matter where I am in fact I was describing part of my trip to a co-worker friend her name's Leanne Hewitt I work with her at Pure Kitchen and she said a very insightful thing to me she said you need to find those magical moments here there's magic in everything even in this pot of coffee I'm holding, that's what she said. So how do we find them? That is the path. You know, magical moments are everywhere. We just need to see them. And you know what? This, this struck me. I mean, it really, really stuck inside. And finding the magical moments in everything, it's it's so true. They They really are everywhere. And I just really opened my heart when I was away and I let go of a lot of shit I was carrying for a long time and I went deeper into the layers of my belief system and I, I changed some patterns with which left a mark and I had a clear intention to not take anything for granted and to live in the moment as much as possible and that was healing and I healed some wounds and lived like I just I lived <laughs> and I also think I OD'd a little bit on magical moments <laughs> It's interesting because it doesn't necessarily take a trip or time spent away to figure this out. This is just sort of, the, the, my timing is very interesting here. Like, it's sort of insane where the aha moments come from, you know? And I'm really happy about this one. It's staring me right in the face. And again, I'm not entirely sure where, what to do with all of these feelings. But I believe everything happens for a reason and that life happens for you. So, so I am coming down from this cloud and... I need to keep in mind that there are also magical moments in, in this fall, in this fall as well. So it's all part of the process of living. Like this is also living. This is living. There are good days and bad days and medium days. <laughs> after, after I left my conversation with Leanne, I like immediately decided that I had to go skiing. Okay. So that's, that was like a great decision for me. Skiing is my passion and I just had to go out and do it. And then when I was out there, it was like minus 26, freezing my ass off. I had the biggest smile on my face and I was enjoying every turn and I embraced the way my body was feeling and I, as I was like ripping down the mountain and I stayed focused on that feeling and it was joy. It was like pure joy. And then of course, like pure frostbite <laughs> kicks in and <laughs> I had to go inside. But skiing was a magical moment. And so were the connections I made, like we were doing a photo shoot. So I made a new ski model friend connection. Uh, she was very cool. And some old friends that I never sp see anymore. I like spent the day with my girlfriend, Nina, who came along for the trip with me from Ottawa. And that, that was all. The I had many magical moments there within those connections. And sometimes I just, I go through life on autopilot. You know what I mean? autopilot and I don't take the time to see my life and I'm, I'm not present so 
I'm not giving myself space and time to allow these feelings to pass through me. And I know I'm repeating myself a lot, but I just, I need to like say it over and over again. And hopefully I start to hear it more clearly within me. It's like, I was expecting to come home and go straight back into my usual routine. But now that just like doesn't feel 100% right. Like It doesn't feel wrong either for the record, but I believe the universe is telling me that change is okay. That maybe there are opportunities and possibilities out of my regular routine. And I'm also aware that I'm actually not afraid of this for the first time ever. Like there's no fear in exploring something new right now. And in the past, I would have had so much hesitation and resistance to change. Like it's kind of in my nature, but... Maybe it's exactly what I need to do to continue to grow as a human being. Like these realizations are very real for me. Like you might be listening thinking I'm crazy or that it's easy and maybe you're bored and you've skipped to the end of this podcast or you've canceled out. Don't cancel out. I'm going to get to a point, I think, somewhere. But I'm in the middle of something deep and powerful and epic. And it's easy to judge other people and watch them go through struggle and assume it's easy for them because they come out the other side better than ever. But let me tell you, struggle feels the same for everyone. It's not easier or different or less painful for anyone. We are all the same here. It's in our nature to feel as though we're alone in this world without, like with our pain. And that is what separates us. But I'm telling you right now that my struggle is no different than yours. So after saying that, what I'm going to do is give myself more space. I need to sit with this feeling of sadness and recognize it for what it is. It's simply a change of pace. I am not less than right now. I am whole. I am okay. I need to bring myself back into the present, back into the now and put some space between the story of woe and that real exact moment. And it's perfectly okay to have downtime. We human beings like to fight this feeling probably because it doesn't feel great. But I believe that if I just allow time to pass and allow space and time and keep filling my cup with magical moments, I'll come out of this even higher, you know, and it's just, yeah, part of the process. I feel like I'm kind of giving myself a little pep talk right now. <laughs> oh, I'm actually coming to some really cool conclusions here as I speak too. <laughs> It's almost like I just needed to say all this shit out loud and get it out of me ah, to figure it out. And hopefully in the process, you've enjoyed how I've connected some of the dots and maybe next time you can connect some of the dots in your own life and take pause and be okay in your skin and be okay living with yourself and giving yourself a big giant hug and telling yourself how much you love yourself. <laughs> That's ultimately the most important thing. So yeah, I know that this basically had really nothing to do with travel and maybe one day I will speak to that. But I want to go back to the love yourself thing for one second because let's all do a little exercise right now. I want everyone listening to tell yourself that you're okay and that you love yourself right now. Say it. (laughs) Now, if you actually did it, Do you feel the energy shift in your body? If you didn't do it, do it. Trust me. Like, Alisa, I love you. 
It feels so good. <laughs> I did I did come up. I did shift my energy there. That was really good. Anyways, I with that little exercise, I'm going to sign off. <laughs> and wow. That sort of went a little bit different than I planned, but I do feel better, strangely. So thank you for holding space for me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thank you all so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.